We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, everyone. The choice of right or wrong is as old as human existence. And in this generation, we will either see freedom flourish higher, brighter, and further than it ever has, or we will witness its death. Every one of us now finds ourselves in the position of having to make the choice. Either we stand up, speak up, and let our voice be heard, or cower away and hope you are not the next one they come for. What is the worth of your family, your grandchild, your great-grandchildren if you are so blessed? Are they worth you doing the things we were always told did not matter? Talking to neighbors, talking about faith, sharing your hope of a better life and how that is achieved. Are these things so foreign that you trade your family's future for the comfort of not speaking them? What some paint as a complex road to travel is really as simple as right versus wrong, good versus evil, freedom versus subjugation. We stand on the most solid ground ever tilled, turned, planted, shaped, and built on. We've used it to bring life into this ever-changing world to create the great experiment. Some would tell you it's failed, that it's a lie based only in hopes and dreams of those unwilling to accept a ruling class as its master. Never to remind anyone that an experiment such as this has never been done before and only dies when the last person gives up on it. Our founding fathers made sure of this and put it in writing. It is our time to follow this guide, to apply those lessons written so long ago, and to ensure that they live on for another 300 years. This is our calling, to defend our birthright, cast off the chains held in place with only lies, and to rise as a free nation leading the world as the bright shining light on the hill. Another great video from the Dilly Meme team to start today. Good morning, everyone. See everybody getting live in the chat. Oh, Blue Boy Life, you're so kind. $10 for the January 6th kids Christmas drive, the, uh, the gift card drive. I appreciate that. I got to add that to the list. Listen, hit the uh, hit the thumbs up if you're not if you're here and you're not hitting the thumbs up button. You're a Fed. So if you're not a Fed, hit the thumbs up right under the video, please. Show us that you are not in fact a Fed. I'm sure there are a few that are watching. <laughs> I hope they enjoy the show. Anyway, we got like uh, some you know culture war stuff to uh, talk about today. Just some interesting things. You know, I, I, maybe some hypocrisy, depending on, I, I guess, how you interpret it and look at it. But, uh, yeah, come on, AP Unfiltered in the house, Blue Boy Life, throwing the 10 bucks in the chat, Carol Davis from Iowa. <clears throat> Good morning. We got Band Mom in there. So there are other people in there. So, yeah, all right. What do we got going on? Uh, it's been a little crazy morning for me, so I'm just trying to get my bearings still. Just sometimes I wake up. And it's like, all right, nice, peaceful morning. Other, time I, other times I wake up and it's just mayhem already from the start, like 6 a.m. So 
got a bunch of new uh, new followers to the channel last night overnight, which was pretty cool. About thirty, uh, like thirty five or forty. It's awesome. Yes, a good ma a good MAGA morning rocket. Oh, there you are. I, I didn't see you there at first. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, first, I guess I'm gonna jump right in. Hold on. I think I'm forgetting. Nope, I'm not forgetting anything. All right. So yesterday, 9-11, there was a bunch of things going on. They had the um, the uh, yearly memorial service down at the site in downtown um, Manhattan, which I've I've only been to once. I don't I don't really travel to the city, and I'm not far. But 9-11 uh, for me, it's just I pretty much just do nothing. I I stay home and I, I don't even really uh, work. Kind of take the day off of myself and just whatever. So. I, I guess before I get into this story, and I'm not even going to show pictures of it, but Ron DeSantis decided to make an appearance down at uh, at the 9-11 site in, uh, at the memorial, the reflecting pools down, I guess you could call it Ground Zero, whatever you want to call it, downtown Manhattan at the Trade Center site. And just when I saw the picture, you know, they were showing pictures of all the, you know, the, the Democrats, they had Kamala, Kamala, whatever, cackling Kamala Harris. Uh, laughing, you know, Chuck Schumer, and uh, he had Mayor uh, Giuliani, who I know, he was kind of off to the side, and and um, Bernie Carrick, who was a police commissioner at that time, you know, great, great guys. And then all of these just scumbags. And, of course, Joe Biden wasn't there. He went to Alaska, and I, I, whatever. I'm actually happy Joe Biden wasn't there. And Ron DeSantis was there with his wife jill eyebrows on legs or run-on sentence on legs whatever you want to call her and then he's there in this very badly tailored navy blue suit with his cowboy boots walking around weird facial expressions um and just awkward N nobody knew who he was with the exception of you know the press and some other people no one in downtown manhattan really knew who he was and more so, nobody gave a shit who he was. And what pissed me off is the only reason he was there, where people have, have come year after year to uh, memorialize loved ones and friends lost or just to reflect on the day and the tragedy that happened. His presence there made it immediately political. And I know politicians, you know, they show up to everything. He's not a New York politician. He's not a national politician. He's not even a national name, in, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's uh, opinions. He's not a household name. He's the governor of Florida, okay? And I thought it was classless of him being there, seeing how he's never, ever been there before as governor of Florida. And it was just really shitty, and it pissed me off. And then it pissed me off about how his campaign went on and just politicized the whole thing about the Saudis and the transparency and all of this shit. He wouldn't have given a fuck about any of that if he wasn't running badly for president. And you know, Donald Trump put his statement out there. Donald Trump was a New Yorker. He was down there. I, I mean, I saw him with my own eyes down there the days after. He had his whole entourage and ready to, I mean, he wanted to, they actually didn't allow him to do certain things, but he wanted to spend money on heavy equipment and, and heavy equipment operators and a lot of things. And he wasn't there for photo ops. The press swarmed him, but that's not why he wasn't there. It wasn't even known that he was going to be there. He just showed up with men and supplies to see what he can do to help as a New Yorker at the time. And he didn't, he didn't politicize this. He's running for president. He's a household name. And I just thought it was disgusting that Ron DeSantis, that they allowed him to go as far as he did. And I thought it was classless. And yeah, listen, the whole thing, of course, they all forget. And they all should have been shunned. And, and I get it, the, the pride of a New Yorker. New Yorkers are interesting animals. We really are. Where we'll be, we'll get pissed off, but we, there are times like this where we'll say to ourselves, "There's a time and a place." Because I got messages from people there that saw Kamala Harris there, 
that saw Chuck Schumer there, our state senator, piece of shit. These people that have made comparisons of January 6th being worse than 9-11 or just comparing the two, knowing that they were there, but they were, they were uh, biting their tongue because, well, it wasn't the time or the place. But those people need to be shunned, heckled, and shamed on many levels just for those statements alone um, that they've all made. It's, it's, it's really disgusting. But then, you know, it gets worse, of course. It gets worse because, on the, first of all, the sitting president, I mean, yes, he, he should have been there. I, I, I'm glad, in a sense, he wasn't because I, I've, it was bad enough Kamala Harris was there and others, and again, he's garbage. But then, on one of the darkest days, if not the darkest day, I, in, in my lifetime anyway, that the country has seen on its own soil, 9-11, the Biden regime decides to release you know, Iranian terrorists, agents, whatever you want to call them, and $6 billion to Iran on September 11th. So here it is. This is National Pulse. Biden releases Iranian agents and $6 billion to Islamic Republic on 9-11. How much did the households in Hawaii get again? $700 one-time fee? We know everything burnt down. We know Oprah's running around with her giant ass begging the middle class to give money with the rock. And her, you know, her property was fine. All these pieces of shit from the ruling class, they're just, you know, kicking us all in the balls whenever they can. And then here's another kick in the balls. This is a this is a stab in the face with a dull object. That this piece of shit regime agreed to swap prisoners with Iran and money. And of course, it comes out on, in and around, whatever the, the actual timing is. First of all, every time is bad timing for something like this, but this is, this is just really fucked up. They signed off on the agreement last week, and apparently either yesterday it was, it was happening. So the United States agreed to swap prisoners with the Islamic Republic of Iran, as well as releasing $6 billion in previously frozen funds. A blanket waiver issued by President Joe Biden's State Department on September 11th, there you go, will allow international banks in South Korea to transfer $6 billion to Qatar's central bank for Iran's use without triggering U.S. sanctions. Congress was informed of the deal on Monday, despite Secretary of State Anthony Blinken reportedly having signed off on the agreement last week. Are we here now, again, I'm going to say that I have not noticed, but I have not been looking for it. Are any of our esteemed Republican members of Congress making a scene about this happening, other than a soundbite and a blip? So today's Tuesday. Yesterday, they were notified about a Congress, and this is after the agreement was signed off last week. So they held on to it. It's like they held it for perfect timing, and then boom. Yeah, we'll tell Congress on Monday it's going to happen on September 11th. On, on Monday, yesterday. My days are screwed up. They always are. The five Iranian prisoners held by the U.S. to be swapped are reported to be, yeah, all of these bug-eater names that I'm not going to try to pronounce because I really don't give a shit. And you call me whatever you want. They're all cave-dwelling terrorists, goat-fucking bug-eaters. Unapologetic, I don't care. Okay. Some of them were in prison for conspiring to illegally export U.S. goods and technology to end users in Iran. I wonder what they wanted to use the technology for. In, in violation of U.S. sanctions, according to the Department of Justice. Some other... 
Goat Herder was arrested for acting as an unregistered foreign agent for Iran, having lobbied both Congress and the State Department for policies favorable to the Islamic Republic, who hates America. Michigan resident Amin blah 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 was imprisoned for stealing a U.S. company's trade secrets and conspiring to share them with the Iranian military through his brother, who still resides in Iran. And I bet you all of these people were treated better than any January 6th prisoner. And probably, yeah, well, they're all getting, they're all getting released. They're all getting released, and their country's getting paid. Hey, good morning, Hog. So, they fucked their brothers as well. I love you. <laughs> that was Hog in the chat. Listen, if you're not hitting the thumbs up button on the video, you are a fed. Don't let me down. That little thumbs up button and just hit it. Hit the thumbs up to prove you are not a fed. Do it. At this time, it is unclear what or who the U.S. will receive from the Islamic Republic Republic of Iran as part of the agreement. Probably a bombing or something down the line. I'm sure they have plenty of cells here that came in through um, the southern border or maybe even the northern border. I know that's an issue now and, and always has been, the, not just the southern border. And, you know, at the Afghanistan withdrawal, who knows how many, you know, who knows how many Iranian terrorist cells were escorted in with their CIA handlers? <laughs> Feds. No, I didn't say you were wrong, Hog. I mean, I think they, they probably bang their brothers, sheep, anything they can, each other, whatever. It, it's sick. Smash the like button, or you're a cave-dwelling goat fucker. That's from the mod AP Unfiltered, except he didn't type out. Fucker. But I said it, because I don't care. I don't. Someone's going someone's gonna to message, someone's either going to message me, or they're going to comment, you know, I really like your show and I, I like the messaging, but the profanities are a little uh, too much. And then my response is, well, then my space isn't for you, meaning my space. Go find your safe space. I don't care. Good morning, Wicked Jester. Good morning. Listen, a big help, not only hitting the thumbs up, but if you actually take the link of the video and share it on your social media, if you just share it anywhere, anywhere that you are on any platform and you're posting away about how, you know, I don't know, the sky is blue and rainbows in the sky, just put the put the link of the show that you're watching in there. So more either more patriots or more feds who are watching you because of the list that you're on will then come in and watch us. Because you know what? Feds are people too, and maybe we're entertaining a few. I have a feeling that we are. And uh, that's cool. Unsubscribed. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right. So yeah, $6 billion to Iran on 9-11. $700 a household to the people of Maui. And it's, uh, oh, and then, you know, another billion to Ukraine, right? For 300 million for law enforcement. Yeah. Imagine if, again, our inner city law enforcement agencies with crime through the roof that a Democrat run could do if they broke up $300 million amongst them. You know, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. But then, you know, you know, you just have governors that want to try to ban the Second Amendment. That's really blowing up in the New Mexico governor's face, huh? Nobody's going to enforce it. I think she uh, she not only overstepped, but I think she shot her shot herself in the foot, and she's done. But who knows? Some of these it's wild what some of these Democrat politicians can get away with and still get reelected. I mean, look at look at society. Let's just look look at what's happening. It, it's sick. It's sick. How many pallets will take to send six billion? How many pallets do they already get? I mean, you know, uh, good morning, Black Rain Patriot. There you go. Profit, 60. Good morning. The FBI is gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're in the chat, hit that Discord link and get in the Discord. I haven't checked it. I don't know if people are actually going in there and joining. 
but uh i'm doing a myspace i'm oh my god did i i just said myspace before my i'm totally i'm a disaster myspace you remember myspace I am doing a Twitter space tomorrow night. Actually, myself and my co-host, James Curry. Oh, we're going to be live tonight at 8.30. It's Tuesday. We the People Radio. But we're doing, I have to deal with that moron for, you know, three hours tonight. I love him. James Curry. We're doing a Twitter space with some people um, tomorrow night. I'm not quite sure what the topics are, but I'll post it on my Twitter and everything. And if you're around, pop in and uh, we'll be there. So that's tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, I believe, is the Twitter space. What's that? Hold on. Uh, about to be a lot of unemployed bureaucrats. Eh, you know, unfortunately, let's face the reality. The FBI is not getting shut down. Um, I'd like to see all the leadership gutted, but the FBI is not going anywhere. We know that. Uh, do, do, do. Let's see. Hold on. Just checking the chat. I can't swear in the chat again. What the? <laughs> what is going on? Why can't? Why can't you swear in the chat? Let's see. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna type my favorite word in the chat. Just let me curse in the chat. It's my favorite word, by the way. It really is. It offends so many people. It's typically the argument winner, the argument stopper, especially with a with a liberal. You just, you know, they 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 go on and on and on and you just happily um drop the C word and it's great. Hello, what just happened to the chat? Hmm. That was weird. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Anyway, all right. So, yo, six billion, six billion to Iran, and we're gonna just give them. Oh, here's your terrorists back. I'm sure they'll be back in the country, or they'll be working on some sort of operations to, uh, you know, attempt to take down the United States and, you know, everyone, everyone else they want to bomb. You know, whatever. It's just I've one step closer to World War Three. It's not a big deal. We got a little rocket man in North Korea who's running over to give um, Putin some some desk head he's going to be under his desk they're going to get together and be like well listen you know united states wants to screw us what are we going to do putin's like listen i i I need some military you know equipment what what can you give me um you know that's that's great that's great everybody's just laughing at us turning their backs on us but the one thing is clear that none of what's happening right now between six billion to uh, Iran and and their their goat fucking terrorist friends being released to one billion, let alone all of the billions of dollars to Ukraine, to the North Korean little rocket man dictator uh, Rosie O'Donnell. I mean Kim Jong Un. They look exactly alike, by the way. I'm telling my kids that Rosie O'Donnell is Kim Jong Un. None of that would be happening under a Trump presidency, and it's a fact. It's not. It, we we know. We know. Most, if not all, of these ridiculous things that are happening in bizarre world we live in, we know would be not happening under a Trump presidency. So yeah, yeah, you're right. The uh, Black Rain Patriot, the Rumble chat sometimes is a bit screwed up for whatever reason. It's probably the um, it's probably my assigned FBI agent sitting down the block in his uh, flower delivery van, hitting the scramble button and uh, and things like that. So who knows? All right. Next, next is the gay surrection, the insurrection, the queer activists that staged the insurrection in Kevin McCarthy's office. Oh, which, by the way, now, I don't see anything official. There were some rumblings about it last night, and then Matt Gaetz was going back and forth with Eric Swallowswell and, and all this shit that... I'll believe it when I see it when there is a motion to vacate. Matt Gates is saying it's coming. Maybe it's coming from him. I haven't seen it yet unless somebody has some uh, substantial um, story that somewhere that it did happen. But um, from what I understand, he mentioned it, and there was a, there was a couple news uh, outlets last night saying, breaking news, Matt Gates to uh, make motion to vacate um, the speaker seat 
because that was part of the what the concessions or whatever it was. And Kevin McCarthy uh, took him 15 times to win the um, the speaker the speakership. That if you don't do anything and you fuck up and we don't like you, we can just take one person and make a motion to vacate. I'll believe it when I see it. Again, I want to see the government in a complete shutdown, and that means, you know, money, everything. I want everything. I want it to. Sh- I want to shut it down through the new year. I don't care who it's going to affect. And you know, a lot of people that I speak to, who it would affect, support it also and don't care. Just because of all of these ridiculous decisions and the lack of decisions being made in Congress, the 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 good decisions, the good fights, it's all nonsense. Shut it down. We we need we need action. Well, similar like what the Democrats do and get away with it because here you have some gay organization. And I'm not against homosexuals. Like I have friends that are gay. Like it is what it is. <clears throat> you, you you have your human rights. You go and lay down who you want to lay down with. Don't bring it. Don't bring. Don't bring it out into the streets and keep it away from children. And 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 that's it. <clears throat> you know they they want to they want to blow each other and kill babies. It, it, it's weird and what it's become. But anyway, and this is uh, who is this Gateway Pundit Insurrection, which you you literally <clears throat> could label this as an insurrection because. These people went in and occupied the Speaker of the House's office. Now imagine if a pro-Second Amendment group walked into Nancy Pelosi's office when she was Speaker of the House and sat down in her office, Indian-style, chanting, we will not be infringed, don't tread on us, fuck around and find out, or whatever it is. Non-violent, they would all be locked up, they would all be considered insurrectionists, they would all be considered domestic terrorists, and they would be arrested immediately by Capitol Police and detained. That's a fact. But if you're gay enough and you're liberal enough, you can walk into the Capitol with your signs. How do they get that far in with all of their signs? Walk into the Speaker's office. Now, here's the thing. I'm not pretending to be an expert on this. But when you're congressional leadership, you have protective details by the Capitol Police. It's not Secret Service, it's the Capitol Police. Speaker, I think the the minority or majority whips have them, or the minority and majority leaders. They all have security details from Capitol Police, and or I think when they're in district, the the state police. Where was Capitol Police for this? Where was Kevin McCarthy's protective detail? Now I don't know because I'll be honest with you, I didn't read the entire story. I don't think Kevin McCarthy was in the office. Maybe he was home in district. Maybe he was somewhere else in the Capitol. But shouldn't his office be also protected if he has a security detail? Like, what if one of these, like, what if one of these gay caballeros, one of these gay Americans, come in and leave a dirty hypodermic needle on a chair? Or, I don't know, a dirty bomb or used condom, kind of the same thing. Like, if they leave something that might cause damage later, it's it's just very, if you have AIDS, you can protest so hard. Well, I, I mean, then that that's that's a lot of, that could be a lot of protesting, because if you went and got your, your boosty, there's a good chance you might have AIDS. Everyone has AIDS. Everyone has AIDS. I don't have that sound button. So if you're gay and have AIDS, and I'm not saying you have to be gay to have AIDS. That was, you know, an 80s thing. Only the gays got AIDS. But now it's, you know, I think your dogs can have AIDS now. Everybody, now everybody has AIDS. So anyway, ignorant, ignorant queer activists invade Speaker Kevin McCarthy's office, demanding reauthorization of life-saving AIDS and HIV program. The Biden regime has hijacked to promote abortion. All right. And here we go. We have some, some gay American... Uh, AIDS patients that are hanging out in McCarthy's office. Two of them are Indian style and one's like, now nah, I'm just going to do my typical thing and just get on my knees. Although that might look like a, that might be a woman. I don't know. I don't want to misgender the queers. Oh, I'm going to get so much. Oh, you're so hateful. You're so homophobic. Ugh. I'm not, but I'm going to make a mockery of it. Like I don't hate you as a person if you're gay, but if you're doing this stuff, I'm going to mock you. I'm sorry. 
far-left queer activist staged a protest inside Speaker Kevin McCarthy's office Monday in what qualifies technically, yeah, I would agree, as an insurrection. I mean, they're... It's weird. Pro-Trump protesters are currently rotting in the regime in the regime's gulags for walking into the Capitol to protest election results, and most behaved in a more orderly fashion than these clowns. Okay. Hold on, coffee break. Sorry. All right, so let's check out the little video that we got here. Okay, this one's like, we're closing the door on these queers. Not enough. Step over the gaze. How long were they there? Oh, that was really annoying. I'm not playing that again. That was really annoying. Okay. Yep. And of course, yep, okay. In, the, in that video, it was... uh. There was a political reporter there taking it. The protesters can be seen screaming, pass pre-far now McCarthy. Notice how the cameras just focus in on the loons without any commentary from the crew. Imagine what the reaction would be, true, if conservatives decided to occupy Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's office to protest open borders. Oh, that's yeah, there you go. Imagine walking into Chuck Schumer's office, the Senate Majority Leader, protesting open borders. Or... If Nancy Pelosi was speaker, same thing, went in there, closed the borders, released the tapes, whatever it might be. Now, I'm wondering if a bunch of, now this kind of set precedence, um, if, if a bunch of conservatives, MAGA Republicans, whatever you want to call yourselves, walked into Kevin McCarthy's office now and sat on the floor. Now, Republicans sat on Kevin McCarthy's floor and started yelling, release the tapes, what would happen? Would they lock them up? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me. I have not been to D.C. in quite a while. I have so many invites to go to the Capitol for various people and things like that, tours and, and stuff. And I'm just not really interested in going. I'm going to have to go at some point. You can only turn down so many invitations, I guess. I wonder if there's a thing. I haven't seen any, but I could be wrong. Are they allowing you to wear a MAGA hat in the Capitol or do they stop you and make you take it off? Or would any does anybody have fear of wearing a MAGA hat in the Capitol? Like just showing up to security like, hey, how you doing? I'm here to see Congressman so-and-so. Or you're actually invited and you're, you're walking in with a Make America Great Again hat. I wonder how that would go. I wonder if there's banned um, uh, items and that's one of them. Give me one second here. Sorry about that. Okay, so <clears throat> yeah, it's it's definitely the irony is 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 interesting, and these people that walked into Kevin McCarthy's office should be in the gulags, should be, you know, for at least two hundred and forty days minimum, just sitting there before trial. And then, because it was they were just in there peacefully protesting, they should probably get a minimum of 15 years in prison. Oh, here we go. Okay. I digress. Oh, look, even... Whose Black Lives Matter flag is that? Six, six activists are being arrested by Capitol Police lined up against the wall and handcuffed. But... What the bigger part of this? Hold on, people. So outside of everybody's congressional offices, they have these flagpoles on the wall. All right. Now, they were near, I would imagine, near Kevin McCarthy's office, and they're being arrested by Capitol Police. I imagine that they've been... Um, they, they were zip-tied, and they were still out marching past PEPFAR, whatever... Where were they taken? And first of all, I want to know why none of them were shot in the face yelling at the Capitol Police um, like they did Ashley Babbitt. I guess, did they put out a memo? Do, don't shoot protesters, unarmed protesters in the face anymore. Or you can only do it if they're behind two doors. 
That's the only thing. Like, you, you can't just walk up to a protester in the hallway now and shoot them in the face. You can only do it if they're behind doors yelling and screaming and wearing a MAGA hat. Remember, these are not Trump supporters, people. So were they detained and sent over to the Washington, D.C. jail awaiting trial? What were they charged with? I mean, were they doing any type or attempting to try to do an official proceeding in Kevin McCarthy's office or anything like that? Whose Black Lives Matter flag is that in the Capitol there sitting next to equal height equal prominence to the American flag in the U.S. Capitol hallway. Here's another picture of it. Whose flag is that? That's the big question. (sighs) This is disgusting. It's unbelievable. I need to know. I need to know who's... So across the hall, I see a Florida state flag and an American flag and another congressional office. Who let them in the building in the first place? I mean, the Capitol's open to the public. The Capitol's open. You can go to the Capitol today, Hawk. Well, maybe not you. You're you're a savage. They probably have you on the list. Don't let that guy in. Don't let don't let the hog in. He wait a minute. Let me check my list. No, he's on the Dilly Meme team. Throw him in jail. Are you kidding? We can't let him in the Capitol. No way. Get out. Get out of here. And he smoked Patriot cigars from that domestic terrorist, Allen. No way. No kidding. No way. Sorry. Sorry, people. Speaking of, let's do that now. Disgusting, commie, filth. Ugh, they started off the NFL season with the Black National Anthem. And that's another reason I don't watch football. I love all you football fans. And I get it. America's pastime. Football, baseball. I don't like sports. Never did. But especially now, when during that whole time, they were all, I can't breathe. Black lives matter. But I'm going to give them my money and hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars throughout the season for $16 beers and $12 hot dogs. And I'm going to buy all their shit merchandise just so they can go and support these left commie organizations. Fuck that. So my, my, listen, my co-host James is a huge football fan. He actually literally just started a podcast with somebody else, and he calls it sports ball. I love it. Like It's, it's stupid. You're talking about football? And he, he started a podcast. I think it's on Mondays. It's called Fight or Flight, and it's all about – he's a big Jets fan. All about football and, and, uh, and Jets and, and, uh, I believe, and some fighting also because he was a, a fighter. It's it's like all scripted, like the Jets winning last night. <laughs> I can't. I just, I cannot give. I used to enjoy, I, I'm not, like I said, I don't like football games and baseball games. I, the, I don't like the sport, but I used to enjoy going to the games, and I'd be able to get into it a little bit. I can't give them my money. I can't do it. I can't give them my support. I, I just cannot do it. You should do a you should do a buy a meme or a cigar fund. <laughs> buy a oh maybe we could work something out with that. Buy a meme or a cigar fund. But actually, since you brought that up, mypatriotcigars.com. Promo code MAGA. MAGA. 25% off. Free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. Cigars. And of course, we got merch for those non-cigar smokers which I can't believe how much merch is being sold with no cigars. So I'm not a cigar smoker, but I think it's cool. I like the Patriot Cigar shirt, so I'm going to buy one and support the brand, which I love, and the We the People trucker hat. And, of course, you could buy a cigar for a deployed service member and still use promo code MAGA. And when you do this, you actually can also enter yourself in a raffle to get the... Really nice, the art of the tweet book, okay? And the We the People trucker hat, a Patriot Cigar Company hat, some stickers, and some other surprise stuff. Because every every time you buy a cigar for a service member, $9.95, but you use the promo code MAGA to get the 25% off, you get entered into the raffle that we're going to do um, for that uh, giveaway, for that raffle. So every cigar you buy gets you an entry. And then, of course, again, you could still use the discount. But MyPatriotCigars.com, 
They're great cigars. I smoke them daily. And uh, maybe, listen, the holidays are coming. I cannot even believe it's, it's the middle of September already. It's like, that's it. But pretty soon there'll be blizzards and it'll be Christmas. So before then, get your orders in before Thanksgiving. We have gift cards. And whoever you get the gift card for, you can tell them, use promo code MAGA for 25% off. If you know a liberal cigar smoker, you should buy them a Patriot Cigar gift card and then tell them, oh, and by the way, you can get 25% off, but you have to use promo code MAGA. And then just watch them melt down. No, not MAGA. MyPatriotCigars.com. And I will tell you, I'll give you a little teaser. I'm hearing there's going to be an Pretty epic meme coming out of the Dilly meme team for the Patriot Cigar Company. I was told I had to do a few things for the meme, which I did. And uh, it's going to be coming soon. And it will be, I will play it until my, f- my finger that hits the button to play it falls off. So mypatriotcigars.com promo code MAGA, 25% off, free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. Memers' lives matter. I cannot believe that flag. No, there's no mention of it. I have to find out. Who, I gotta, I'm going to call Congressman George Santos today and ask him. He's my boy, George Santos. I love that guy. I love him. World War II vet, Vietnam vet, um, past president of Brazil. Uh, he invented Post-its. I love him, He's, and I can't wait to get him reelected. I'm going to call Congressman George Santos because he'll, he he'll have the lowdown. And me and George are tight. I'm going to say, whose Black Lives Matter flag is this? I can't get over it. You know, they're on embassy buildings with the rainbow flag, but now they're in the halls of Congress. Black Lives Matter. <sighs> All right. The insurrectionists. Nothing is going to happen. They're all going to get a pass. We're going to give $6 billion to Iran. And it's ridiculous. Did I submit your video for what? That would be a good piece. Which, which, uh, I don't think so. Now, now I'm confused. What do you mean, hog? All right. Let's get to... The next thing, they don't plan on going over 9 o'clock unless I have to. But I want to get through this. All right, a little culture war stuff. Again, we have the drag queen story hours now. We have the drag queen happy hours. We have the drag queen nursery schools. I mean, when, when is the drag queen airline coming? I mean, I'd hate to say it, but it'd probably be a huge moneymaker again among liberals and Democrats and the drag queen connoisseur crowd. As if you had an airline with all drag queen stewardesses, right? And in the hopes that aviation disasters would increase. I can't believe I just said that. I'm sorry. Sometimes it just it just goes. Oh, for the commercial. No, no. They I had to make a video and they're doing something. It's got but I'll tell you what. I want to do something. I know what you're talking about. They're doing this one, and I'm gonna wait a little while and they're gonna have the, I, we're gonna have another one done. But I think it's going to be great. I'm hearing good things. And I think I think Ramble Rance is the lead on it, I believe. Not 100% sure, but I, I know he's involved. Anyway, all right, let's get into this. Bourbon, Burbank, Bourbon, listen to me. I, I got old fashions on the mind. On the, I literally was just thinking about an old fashioned that I had. That's like the, my new favorite drink, and I'm not a huge drinker at all. And beer doesn't agree with me. And I've been liking uh, a lot bourbon old fashions. Burbank, California. Democrat mayor gets spanked by drag queen at child-friendly Democratic fundraiser. <sighs> so much in that title. Mayor spanked drag queen child-friendly Democratic fundraiser. So the Democrats now are using kids and drag queens and spankings to fundraise. Oh my God, Black Rain Patriot. Oh my God. That's great. 
Fag air. <laughs> Fag air. Oh, I'm going to hell. It checks out. It's Burbank, Burbank, California. Right. Burbank City Mayor. What? Constantine Anthony. All right. I didn't even know the guy's name. Was filmed. What the hell? Was filmed getting spanked by a drag queen at a fundraiser for a Democratic Senate candidate in California. The controversy reached new heights when social when social media account libs of TikTok claimed that children were present at the event. Another day, another wildly inappropriate drag show. But wait, this one's somehow worse. At a drag-themed fundraiser for a Democratic Senate candidate in California, Burbank City Mayor Constantine Anthony got spanked by a drag queen and kids were present. Oh, and there's a video. Oh, it's very short. It's only 17 seconds. Well, let's check it out. Hold on, make sure we got volume just in case there's some moaning. <laughs> Stop. I'm the mayor. He loved it. He loved it. Wow. Santa, was it Santa Clarita oh, uh, Valley Democrats? The mayor of the city of Burbank just got spanked by a drag queen. <sighs> when called out in the original video's comment section, Mayor Constantine Anthony's response was far from apologetic. He wrote, jealous with a question mark. They don't care anymore. They don't care ruling class. They know they can get away with it. They know they can involve the kids. This guy is the mayor of a city that has schools, okay? That should tell you all there is to know about this godforsaken hellhole shit. Oh, my God. This attitude has prompted many to question whether the mayor thinks his type of behavior is appropriate, especially given that he previously approved the lewd book Gender Queer for availability in Burbank schools. I think I called it bourbon again. I'm telling you, this, this city makes me want to drink more. Burbank. However, the controversy look, took another turn when the age restriction for the event came into question. The mayor claimed that the event was a private 21-plus event and that no children were present. Actually, there weren't any children at this private 21-plus event. But, of course, lying is totally on brand for you. The mayor responded to libs of TikTok's post. So why does the advertisement say... 15 plus libs of TikTok refuted. The statement contradicted the drag queen's performer's Instagram post, which noted the event was open to individuals ages 15 and up, while also stating it was not suitable for children. So why 15? Who thought of, uh, we can say 15. That's okay. What, why 15? Why can't you say 18 and up? You're old enough to vote. You're old enough to go watch some gay Democrat mayor get spanked by a drag queen. Why 15? Is 15 significant? Is it just because they're very impressionable? I mean, 12-year-olds are too, but we'll make it 15. Why not 16? Very odd, right? Yeah. And here, here's the tweet. Actually, there weren't any children from the mayor. He's at Constantine in CA. He should be heckled on Twitter. He should be heckled. Um, big time. And shamed. And called a pervert because he is. So why does the advertisement say 15 plus? Open for minors while they acknowledge it wasn't suitable for children. Make it make sense. Oh, here's the flyer. Okay. Let's see if we can get this up. Uh, Santa Clarita Valley Dems present Drag Queen Bingo with Roxy Wood. September 9th, admission, RSVP. Oh, secure.actblue.com. All right, so we're going to use the Drag Queen, sir. Obviously fundraising for the DNC. Ages 15 and over event, not suitable for children. So a 15-year-old's not suitable. Is the age of consent in California 15? I don't know the California law. That, that's why I'm asking. I'm, I'm curious. 
So yeah, drag queens, <clears throat> spanking mayors. It's just sick. And the libs of TikTok are attacking them. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand it. Spanked in front of children. There was at least one child at the event circled here. They got the kid wearing sunglasses. It's weird. Kip Muller. Oh, any relation to Robert Muller? Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, this is this is the evil people. And this is why. Oh my god. Natalie Winters, co-host and executive editor of Steve Bannon's War Room, discovered some disgusting pro-pedophilia tweets from the mayor. Whoa, hold on, people. Look at this Democrat's old pro-pedophilia tweets. Let's look. Oh, this is from 2009, from this mayor. He's the mayor of Burbank, California. Yay! Hashtag Peter Sarsgaard makes pedophilia is cool again. Hashtag an education. Wow. December 2009. Internet's forever, people. Breaking news. Taylor Swift's statutory rape charges dropped on grounds of too cute. Judge says they're both named Taylor. How adorable. Also from 2009. This mayor's a pedophile. Direct quote from 17-year-old girl on the LA Metro bus in 780. It's guys like you that make me buy. She wasn't talking to me. I checked. Holy shit. Also from 2009. Watching kitty porn and Steve Holt at IO's dick box. The mayor of Burbank, California. Whoa. I didn't see that one. I did. Wow. It just makes it all. That's wild. That's really, really wild. Burbank mayor. Anyway. Just, just watch out for the kids, man. They're after them. They're after everybody. You know what's even crazier? Ron DeSantis thinks he's got education so under control in Florida. Here's another Libs of TikTok video. Meet Day Day Duffy, a preschool teacher in Cape Coral, Florida, America's freest state, according to some. She says she teaches her students that if they don't like their parents, they can find another family. Imagine telling preschoolers this and having that in their brain, where if they get disciplined by their mother or father, they have it in their head saying, well, my teacher says I can find another family and I want another family because you won't let me have that Twinkie. You won't let me wear that dress like my teacher says I could wear. Oh, and she also, she also says she teaches them to be gay. If I don't hear a story of this teacher, whether it happened already or next week of her getting fired for making this video, fuck Florida. These are the people teaching your kids. Okay. Let's play. I feel like I had to learn the concept of chosen families Look at this really young. And it wasn't anything to do with my queerness, but just based on the fact that I didn't have the love at home that I needed. And I knew that I was valuable and deserved it. Oh so I God. found it on my own early on. And, you know, I shouldn't be blamed for that because like real like blood is still exists you were never there for me and i found my own love and that's okay and i think everybody should be allowed to do that and that's what i fucking teach in the classroom okay i always say give it to your friend not your mom because fuck your mom and i don't know i just am so sad <laughs> i am so sad and i hate my sister she's a fucking cunt that's all i have to say that's my major problem with school I really oh don't God. do anything unless I actually want the to. The only do things it. these kids, Florida and kids, are learning time, from me is be gay. I don't want to do anything at all. What? I feel like I had to learn. What? What did I just watch? Agreed. Leave the kids alone. Go fuck who you want. Stop telling kids about it. Pedophiles. Jesus Christ. There's a teacher in Cape Coral, Florida. Everyone should be calling the governor's office, you know. 
Ron DeSantis? He's probably not there. He was just in New York. Who knows what he's doing? Wow. Wow. It's sick, people. It really is. And I, you know, let's end on a good note. I guess you could say a good note. It was bad that this happened um, to begin with, but you remember that story out of Virginia with the Loudoun County dad who stood up at the school board because his ninth grade daughter was like, raped in the bathroom by a uh, a transgender male. Remember when they when they wrestled them and locked them up? You remember that? Well, he was pardoned by Governor Glenn Youngkin. So Nick Sodor, great independent journalist, you should be following him and supporting him. Breaking Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has pardoned the Loudoun County dad who stood up to the school board after his ninth grade daughter was sexually assaulted at school by a transgender male using the woman's restroom. The rape and the assault that they said never happened, that they didn't know about, that they lied about, and then they had him dragged out of the meeting like a fucking animal. Loudoun County Public School allows transgender students to access bathrooms and locker rooms that align with their consistently asserted gender identity. But this policy was adopted after multiple assaults had already taken place and were covered up by officials. The dad who was arrested and charged with obstruction of justice and disorderly conduct has been fighting these charges for over two years. You imagine these two bullshit charges and you're fighting them over 12 years, or two years rather. Here's the video. Look, dragging him out. This guy's ninth grade daughter was raped by a tranny. Look. Nobody cares about the daughter at this point. Nobody gives a shit. This guy's daughter was raped. I cannot wait. Now that he's been pardoned, the lawsuits should be monumental against everyone involved. And you know there are people there that are probably cheering this on that this is happening to this guy. I can't imagine. This is this is this is disgusting. So that happened two years ago. And yeah, look at this. Look at this. This guy pinned to the floor being hogtied and treated like a a, a terrorist who was standing up for his daughter at a school board meeting because she was raped in a bathroom by a tranny and they tried to hide it. And the good news is Governor, Governor Youngkin, you know, like him, hate him, don't trust him, whatever it might be, he, uh, he pardoned him. It's about time. That entire school board should be in jail. Those cops should be fired. And uh, I, I think there were some resignations as far as the school board went as, as that story progressed. And I believe it was the Daily Wire that broke that story about the rape. But it's wild. It really is. So, yeah. All right. I hit 9 o'clock. That's going to be it for today. Listen, hit the thumbs up for me, please. If you don't hit the thumbs up, you're a fed. Just face it. You're a fed. If you're not hitting the thumbs up on the video, you are a fed. Don't be a fed. Hit the thumbs up. Share it on your social media. Get active in the chat. And yeah, let's get it going. Get involved. Be here. I'll be back tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with James Curry for We The People Radio. That should be fun. We haven't done a show all week. And then I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, of course. And again, tomorrow night, we're going to be doing a Twitter space. Just look for it on Twitter if you're on there. And I'll I'll, uh, I'll repost it. But a Twitter space tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. I may be a little late because tomorrow I have open school night for my kid, but it shouldn't be that long. And uh, yeah, until tomorrow, until tonight. I hope you're in tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern.
MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you then. Later.